welcome, welcome. Let me make sure we're all live. Make sure you got your matcha. Because I definitely am mine. This week, I actually have water this week. Okay. Yeah, just feeling like I need to be hydrated right now. And I was like, drinking a lot of tea. Had a couple of matchas over this week. And so I'm just like, okay, let me let me relax and hydrate. It's fine. It's fine. We're not mad at it. We're not mad at it. <laughs> but welcome, welcome. Excited. Yes, I'm super excited for this topic today. I am too. I am too. Something that a lot of people don't know about us. I don't I don't think a lot of people know about us. Or other than the people who obviously went to school with us, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone uh -huh. else, uh -huh. they're not really aware. <laughs> but um I guess I'll start since I'm hosting today. Yes, yeah, so let's start with disclaimer. Okay. Oh, no, yeah. I was going to my intro, you know, because y'all are familiar with us now a little bit, but I'm still going to give y'all a little intro. So mm -hmm. <laughs> my name is Lizzie. Um, it's obviously Lizzie on all platforms. Hi, welcome. This is the Masha Meetup where uh, it's just a wonderful conversation each week with my sister, my wonderful co-host. Um, mm -hmm. And yeah, I have a few other things, you know, my YouTube channel, um, however you found us, you may have, you know, found us from over there, found us from Gabby, I'll, you know, let her do like say what she's doing. But yeah, I mean, we got, we got a lot of couple things and you know, you'll get more familiar with it, the more you, you know, tune in with us. So yeah. I'm gonna leave it there. I'm gonna leave it there. Yes. <laughs> Tune in and tap in. Peace, family. My name is Gabrielle, Glowgetter Gab on all media platforms. And I just wanted to come to you all today. Affirmations are so powerful. I have an affirmation podcast. And this past week, I did an episode with my grandmother aunt. Well, our grandmother aunt, Tansy. Yeah. <laughs> and I was just so excited to get, get her on the podcast. So it's a really powerful one. Mm -hmm. So tune in. Spotify, Apple. Anchor and Google Podcasts. Glow Getter Affirmations. <laughs> yeah, I've been listening to it on Anchor, actually. Oh, yes. I love Anchor. That's my favorite yeah. platform. Anchor and Spotify. But okay, so let's get into it. This week, we are talking about boarding school. So before we begin, I'm just going to give y'all the disclaimer that we always give. The disclaimer, you know, we always give it to y'all. So this is a conversation in a safe space that represents our mindsets, opinions, beliefs, and perspectives of the world as we view it right now. With new information, 
that is subject to change. With that being said, let's get into it. <laughs> let's get into it. So I want to start by busting myths about boarding school. Like what is boarding school? What are some common misconceptions about boarding school and then what it actually was for us? And yeah, yeah. So for me, boarding school, you a lot of people would be like, hey, are you a bad kid? Or did you get in trouble in middle school? And Ooh. I'm like, uh, no, I didn't get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> and so oftentimes people are like, oh, your parents sent you away. You must be a labeled a bad kid or a problem child mm. and that actually wasn't the case it was kind of the opposite like it was more so a choice and and like wanting to have that learning experience at boarding school also is a part of our religion too so that also like helped out with what we were doing but uh, yeah it was it was not necessarily because we were bad kids yeah. Okay. How about you, Liz? Uh, I definitely would get that a lot. Um, you know, like, oh, like, what did you do? You know, because that, that's like a pun. That was the punishment. Yeah. That seemed as a punishment, where it's like, okay, you're sent away from home, so you must have done something wrong, or it must have mm -hmm. done something bad, or whatever. And I'm like, no, like that was just, um, you know, our. We got introduced to the idea of boarding school because our father went to boarding school. So that's kind of where that connection is, where um, so he went to boarding school. And so, yeah, kind of introduced like, oh, like, you know, I think he he wanted that for us to have that experience. Mm -hmm. So yeah, um, a lot of people, you know, will be like meet me and be like, oh, well, you're normal. Like, I didn't expect, <laughs> you know, like, which is so odd you know, thinking about it. But it's like, oh, like you, but you went to boarding school, though? Yeah. But you're, yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. So there's a lot of misconceptions about about boarding school, for sure. De definitely, definitely. And also to clarify, boarding school was for high school. So during those four years. Well, I went four years and Liz, I believe you went three. Three years, yeah, three years. I okay. stayed home freshman year. Well, stayed home. I, you know, stayed at home with school. Mm -hmm. uh, Still did ninth grade at home, and then sophomore to senior year, I was at boarding school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And our boarding school wasn't that far away from us. Like we love Jersey, love Jersey in Pennsylvania. The that's where the boarding school was, and it's like two hours away. But it was kind of in the middle of nowhere. A lot yeah. of grass, corn giving country vibes so yeah that was definitely something that kind of shocked me like did you feel like being around nothing made you feel more at peace compared to being in the city suburb type of area no okay. honestly <laughs> um i honestly feel like for me at peace is hearing those city sounds like you know mm -hmm. as as weird as that may sound it's like the sirens like you hear it's always something and it doesn't really bother me um like mm -hmm. i it's kind of for that it makes me think of like wow like i'm at home you know like where we would like from my room from my bedroom i could hear those sounds i could hear mm -hmm. you know people driving by and it's not even constant because we weren't really it's not like we were in New York City, but we're still in yeah, the city. Yeah. But 
Yeah. And so I remember, you know, hearing that. And for me, that that felt like home. So I guess the weird part about it was um, just feeling a little a little bit alone. Um, you know, for context, me and Gabby, we were, we were together for one year. Yeah, together yeah. with grades. I was in 10th grade and you were a senior. So yeah, so we were together for that one year. And that definitely helped with, you know, be being kind of feeling alone and stuff like that. But there was still an aspect of like, it felt weird, because it's like, you know, you're used to your hometown, you're used to your family, you know, being around your family and stuff. And yeah. So yeah. So would you say that you made long lasting relationships with all your friends who were like the same age around you at boarding school or those friends from back home like who we grew up with at church um to be honest at this point mm -hmm. right now I don't think that I am as close as I would want to be with the people I went to school with and, you know, to say that we were together for three years, um, you know, and in the same, and that such a pivotal point in growing up and maturing, um, you know, it's huge. But yeah, I, I wouldn't say that we were, I personally feel like right now I'm closer to, you know, when I see the people that I grew up with, there's more of that commonality and stuff versus mm. people who I went to high school with. Um, but also, I haven't seen, you know, the people that I went to high school with in a, in a, a long time, a lot, yeah. like almost any of them, you know, so there's also that. But because there's that there's a whole whole timeline, but because going to college, I was more so around the people who I grew up with versus the people. Yes. I was so there's also that aspect in it, too. So. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 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 That makes sense. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What about you? Honestly, I, the friendships that I made in boarding school, they, a lot of them are lifelong, even if they're mm. kind of sporadic. Because it's just like, there's just always love there. Because I went when I was 12, turning 13, or probably I was already 13. But like, mm -hmm. as a 13 year old child, and I'm the oldest, this is my first time in a whole new environment, in a whole new state. And like by myself with other people that are like me, but not adults. So mm. it was just like that safe haven that I found with those friendships. And that now I consider a lot of them to my sisters and brothers. Mm. And that's, that's just because that tie, that love connection, but it's not necessarily that I'm talking to a lot of them on a consistent basis. Not yeah. at all, not, not necessarily true. But it's always going to be like, if I see them, I'm like, wow, it's always love because you went through that too. Yeah, I went through that too. It's kind of like that, like that mutual respect and yeah. that mutual love because it's like, go, like going camping, being outside, having no showers, having all these different <laughs> like traveling experiences. Yeah. Like having your, your first kiss, your first period, your first everything. At, at that space, it's just like, there's so many things that go through your minds, like emotionally, 
it's like the people that are there, like they're your family. You see them every day, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, after school too. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's close knit. You know, like that's close knit. So it it brings back fond memories for me just because it's like, wow, like, like it's a huge chunk of my childhood. And so I wouldn't necessarily trade it. Yeah. Looking back at it. Would you trade your experience? Would you have rather to stay at home a little longer or can you um, about that? Well, first off, from what you were saying, mm-hmm. I do want to piggyback off that where I personally feel like it's a little different for me because I came in sophomore year, which yes. is, you know, it's weird to say, but it was kind of that, oh, like, oh, we're four-year seniors. We're four-year seniors. We've been here, you know, since the jump. Like, we're four years, you know? Yeah. There was that yeah. aspect of that. And so mm-hmm. I think coming in uh, sophomore year, it's kind of like that, ooh, but we already kind of bonded as a class kind of thing. But, you know, mm-hmm. after a while, I feel like, yeah, there was a sense of, like, oh, you know, we're all, we're all together, even the people who would come in senior year and were only with us for a year. You get what I'm saying? There was still that, but that also because I don't think that there was like because I felt that way, you know, Um, where especially with the girls in my class, a lot of most of them were, you know, there all four years. Yeah, yeah. it was like, oh, we're already it's already, you know, especially being so close knit. There was always that like all of us being around each other all the time. It was like that click kind of you know a little sense of it not not like yeah. mean like i'm not saying that but you know there's already that oh yeah. like we already had a year together and stuff like that and you know you can grow a lot in a year and a friendship can grow a lot in a year so i think that's also the aspect of why i may not feel that same sense because i think a part of that i feel like freshman year is pretty pivotal when it comes to boarding school you know because yeah, it, yeah. that's very you are very young um yeah so but speaking to if i would trade the experience i would say hmm, um i may i may hmm how do i put this i it's not that i would it's a good question I'm thinking about it like I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily trade it I would possibly say that maybe I may have benefited a little bit more if I went you know say junior senior year you get what I'm saying like I wasn't itching to go like leave home or be like oh I'm trying to get away from home or whatever yeah, yeah. I think the part of it where it's like wow like this is it's a lot like one is new you're going you're um, as you get older and you're, you know, going to a, your next grade and stuff like that, the next grade always comes with new challenges, new information, new this, like with school. So you're dealing with that and then also dealing with the, oh, well, now I'm away from home. So I'm like in a whole new territory. And obviously, like I said earlier, like it helped with you being there as well. But mm-hmm. if you weren't there, you know, because I have that sense of home with you, you know, but if wow. you weren't there, probably would have felt even more like, like, you know, like lonely. Cause it's like, dang, yeah. like I'm doing all this. And I'm like, what, 13, you know? Yes. Like, yes. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I honestly, I don't think that it's for everyone. 
like every single child. However, I do think it can have benefits for a certain type of child. Mm. And it's just like, let's talk a little bit about the parent, the parent teacher relationship. Like, did you feel like some of the teachers kind of took that role on as parent figures? Yeah. Because we weren't with our parents and we weren't with like people, other adults that we were growing up with. Mm -hmm. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I definitely feel um, as if some teachers really like either say, you know, you just start to like them or you, you know, have that connection where, you know, I really look up to this person. Like this person is a mentor. So um, depending on however you want to emulate, because a lot of adults in your life will turn into, you know, mentors. And obviously being in such a closed off, well, there's only maybe 20 adults who, you know, in that time frame, um, in that time of your life. So I do feel a certain, um, like a few teachers where I'm like, wow, like, you know, either inspiring or just like, kind of like you're making this experience more homey than just like, okay, and I think that's a, that speaks to, and you don't have to just go to boarding school to feel that way. Because a lot of teachers, there's been teachers, you know, who will give you, who will make you feel that way. And you're not necessarily away from home, you know, yeah. so there's also exactly. that. Yeah, I definitely felt that with one teacher in particular, Miss A. And I think it wasn't necessarily because her classes, it was more so because my involvement, I was class president often I was secretary I think the second year so sophomore year I was just really involved like singing in the choir doing all these different things and it's just like you get closer to the staff members and to the teachers so Mm -hmm. I definitely had a lot of them that played a role Mm -hmm. in, in my life too also a fun fact because like I'm not sure if most most boarding schools, they would have the people work, right? Just kind of like how we were working. Oh, yeah. Like, cool. Yeah, yeah. So, like, we would work, and you can get all these different types of jobs and mm-hmm. stuff. So, you had to have a desk job, cleaning, at industry, at at the nursing home, because you, you spent some time at the nursing home, in the cafeteria. Like, I was a cashier for, like, two years. Actually, no, like, two, three Probably all throughout, I was a cashier, and then, but I worked in the back with food the first mm-hmm. year, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this is just really character building, because mm-hmm. those experiences you could have them at high school going home, but that's only if your parents allow you to work, and if you may have a car, you know, or different things like that to get around. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, that's um, you know, experience with um, mm-hmm. just dealing with like you know for a first job or because I definitely you know came out of school with more experience or you know something Mm -hmm. on the so yeah understanding like the employee employer relationship and stuff like that yeah 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 like like, it was definitely like now thinking back on it it's kind of like we were doing a lot and then you do get a taste of (laughs) um a traditional adulthood where it's like oh like you you work you do this you do school all that where you know I think the transition to college it made it a lot more palatable because it's like oh well I've been already doing a lot of this stuff already 
so it doesn't you know feel weird where it's like you know say i know some of my friends where they didn't do their own laundry up until college you get what i'm saying when i'm like i'm used to if my clothes are dirty okay well you gotta go wash them oh the washers are full okay now you gotta go time to make sure that whenever somebody else leaves the the laundry room then you have like things like that you don't really think about as what like 14 15 year olds but it's like you're already thinking about that and you're already in that space so i would say that it would um the tradition transition from uh boarding school to college was kind of like it felt you know like almost the same Mm -hmm. yeah that yeah yeah it definitely made it easier the the college experience with the boarding school experience because it's like hey like i've been out the house since i've been 13 like at that point like you can't tell me nothing like nothing feels that scary mm. and i think that's that's really it because just like you got over that fear yeah it's just gonna be a different fear but that initial fear it's already it's already done and it can't be undone because going back home and then being treated like a little kid and all that it's like like hey like a lot of times and most of it i'm taking care of myself like on a physical level you know may not be financial and other different things but it's just yeah. like i'm taking care of myself so I, you kind of touched on a little point right there though okay say say <laughs> coming back home uh, yes from being out of the house you know, mm -hmm. from boarding school and then to college and then coming back home and say, you know, because we spent some time home before, you know, leaving and all that stuff like that, which we'll get into as far as mm -hmm. our timelines. But, um, yeah, there is a there is a sort of a gap because it's like, well, I've been doing all this stuff, you know, for what is that? Seven, eight years, you know? including college yeah including college where it's like mm -hmm. oh like you no know, i determine when i study i determine when i uh you know when i eat or mm -hmm. you know or what you know what i eat or obviously boarding school not so much but what choice you still have more choices oh, than at home. exactly exactly and so that mm -hmm. sense of independence and um i think it was a little difficult because um i think especially um since mommy or our mom she didn't go to boarding school so yeah, you know, yeah. understanding where it's like okay like i get you i get the experience that you just had or i can relate in some sort of way where it's mm -hmm. like oh like i'm used to okay like whatever however old you are and stuff like that we're yeah. still home you know all that where as in you know our dad mm -hmm you know, he already knew, like he went to boarding school. So yeah. also that sense of, well, I know that, you know, I know that y'all been doing this because I, I did it, you know, and then came back home and like, oh, like I could see the difference. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I think that exactly. a little, I would say a little different. A little, definitely, um, definitely a conversation. In what way? In what way? Where, as in, there was a sense of like, oh, I don't, since I haven't seen you be independent, like you've just been gone, but I haven't really truly seen your independence. I don't necessarily view you as independent as you are. You get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? 
Yes. So we're fully independent, like, you know, all aspects, but still it's like recognizing that, yeah, you have been doing this and you've been excelling because, you know, in boarding school, if you're still not doing good, they're going to, you have, we still have parent teacher conferences. We still have meetups. So if you're not doing, you know, what you're supposed to be doing or whatever, they still tell your parents, like, it's not like you're just, just out there and, you know, they forget about you. Like, no. There's, there's definitely still a lot of inclusiveness. So, yeah. There was, I think there was a little disconnect there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the countries we traveled to while we were in high school. And that was primarily because we went to a boarding school. And so, how that opportunity is usually not given to the the general population of public school students or private school students that's not to say that other schools don't have like day schools don't have programs like that but like on a large scale and so many people can have at least some sort of opportunity to do it yeah may not be the case so you go first (laughs) i think that's a pretty pivotal point in uh boarding school too (laughs) yeah yeah Um, no so First, I went on a mission trip. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I think, you know, there's a religion base in that as well. Mission trips are trips where you're going on a mission. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but... <laughs> it's really on its way. <laughs> but no. <laughs> no, essentially, you're going there for a specific purpose and usually based in um, teaching your religious practices to you know the people over there who may not you know are aware of it or whatever or say you're building um you know building a church or building i remember we we built a we built a a, a bathroom like an outdoor house for somebody out there uh-huh. yeah i was an experience i mean i got sunburned pretty bad I remember that because literally I felt like... Um, I do remember that. Yeah. You did. <laughs> that was in Bolivia. We went yeah. to that um, trip. I went to Bolivia. That was, I think, was that sophomore year or junior year? I'm still trying to get my dates together. <laughs> oh, remember, but one of those years. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I went to Bolivia. That was a great experience. I remember how beautiful it was. I remember on the plane over there, I felt like I was gonna die because um, if you don't know, the altitude is different. And so I was at the point where I woke up right as we were changing altitudes, um, like in the, yes, in the plane. So I felt, you know, if you're from a lower altitude, Mm. like that higher altitude, oxygen, you know, all of that stuff. So I felt as if that I was like being suffocated on the plane. I will never forget that. I felt like I was suffocating on the plane because <laughs> because of the altitude difference. So that was an experience. And I was the only one awake at that point. Everybody else was knocked out. So yeah, I remember that. Um, I remember also that was the first point where I feel as if just being from America, we were celebrities. Yeah, you know, when you're where you know, mm-hmm. that's a whole other topic in itself. But you know, being from oh, like these are the students from you know Estados Unidos, <laughs> not me knowing. <laughs> but yeah, essentially. And so there yeah. was this 
of like, oh, like, you know, a little bit of that. But also I think it could be, you know, part of, well, as far, as far as in Bolivia, like as far as the culture where it's like, oh, like, you know, just being very appreciative and stuff like that. Um, I think in China, there was more so that sense, sense, sense what is it? Sense, like sensationalized? No, like sensationalized. Yeah. Like, yeah, where that was more so that aspect in China, we felt that way because I remember somebody chased us down uh, just to take our picture. But like, wow. for a picture with us, they were taking mm -hmm. pictures of us. You know, walking around. So it's kind of like, oh, okay. This is a little different. Uh -huh. yes. When did you go to China? What year? China, that was senior year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, senior year. We, I went to China and uh, Korea, South Korea. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I, I want to go back. I want to go back almost every single day, uh, especially to uh, Korea, because I feel like I remember the food so good so good that's literally i fell in love with korean food i found different korean restaurants out here like that's the moment where i'm like man it was so so good um and then china was fun i there's so many cute like if y'all know uh you know and have seen my like youtube channel i love cute little dainty things so in china there's so much of that like there's so many cute little things and like knickknacks and stuff like that where i'm just like i didn't mm -hmm that you know here back home so i really like that uh so the oh going to china and korea uh we went with our singing choir which mm -hmm. is a canto so that's when i went with um them over there and then the other mm -hmm. it was mo mostly most i mean mostly mostly <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> mostly based i like mixing the words together I be doing that, but um, it was mostly work. So mostly, you know, outside, outdoors, building stuff. We'd have little um, Bible activities for the little kids over there, but that was mostly, you know, outdoor work and stuff. And then China and Korea, those mostly concerts. So we were singing during the day and or singing at night, doing concerts at night, and then going out and exploring. I did climb the Great Wall of China. I will never forget that. I was I was scared, scared of shit. <laughs> I was scared because the steps are so steep and I didn't know yes. if I could make it. But honestly, that's an experience that I wouldn't trade for the world. Like just wow. feeling that wow. and that view, like I will never forget that. So yeah, yes. that was that was something. Yes, so yeah, I love those experiences. And I feel like it, you know, at such a young age. Uh, seeing um, other cultures and stuff, it builds up a sense of empathy and, you know, understanding like, well, everyone, you know, I feel like a lot of people, especially when it comes to, you know, growing up in America and depending on where you even grow up, there's mm -hmm. the sense of, oh, I only see what's in front of me or I only see what's on social media. And when you're really outside and out of your comfort zone and being in a, a different country, definitely outside of your comfort zone. I don't care where you're from or whatever it is, you will feel a little like, ooh, because it's just different. Even being, if you go to a different state, you could feel that. So yeah. I think feeling that at such a young age, it definitely helped um, help shape my worldview, for sure. I would say, yeah. I, I love that sentence, help shape my worldview. And that's really what traveling in any stage can do, but especially traveling young, 
Mm-hmm. And and traveling with your friends, mm-hmm. being young that yeah. that is something that is like so. It's such a beautiful thing. It's such a beautiful thing. For me, sophomore year, I actually went to the Dominican Republic. Yes, the Dominican Republic. We went with Belcanto, so I was in the same group too, mm-hmm. and just the beaches like yeah I you love, love, i love the beach yes <laughs> and like the beaches we literally ate fruits and rice and uh, rice and beans every day for mm. every meal basically mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like literally it was just so beautiful like the fruits were so fresh like everything was so fresh the people were so nice and that also was just like everyone was speaking spanish and i'm like oh like I am interested in learning a language, like being able to communicate on a deeper level. And it's crazy because it's just like we were singing in English and a lot of a lot of the people at the churches, they didn't necessarily speak English so fluently, but it's but it was bigger than that because they felt the vibration of what we were singing. Mm. And that is just such a beautiful thing. So to be able to be a part of that, like that was looking back at that it's just like wow that was a transformative trip for me mm. for sure for wow. sure wow and yeah right and i don't believe i traveled again though in boarding school because <laughs> senior year i actually started a no tour no touring group group so essentially <laughs> in boarding school like they we had we had touring groups, and so these touring groups were Bel Canto, which was sing, um, gym, the gymnastics people, Ariel Airs, Ariel Airs, that the gymnastics, <laughs> Lassinet, and they did the the, the bells <laughs> thing, yeah, <laughs> the bells, and, yes, and so then yes, they would have sporadic mission trips, but it's like. It was kind of a lot of yeah. Some people didn't necessarily have those talents, or didn't want to use use them, or just were feeling like they didn't want to tour all the time. And so the people who would be left back on campus, I'm like, yo, we need something to be doing. Like, yeah, we need games. We need to be able to go out and like let's form our own touring group. That's a no NTGs. <laughs> Honestly, it's a proud moment. I remember that. That's <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So that so that was fun trying to expand, and that's the thing. Just expand and deepen the relationship we had with the people that were already there. Not mm-hmm. having to leave from campus to feel like we had to get be entertained or anything like that. So we would just play games in the gym on Saturday nights, and that would be super fun for our our weekend events. So, so yeah. I li- I literally remember that though. <laughs> yes, yes. I like I love that. That was just so good, so good. So I have a question for you. Okay. You you know, um, to my understanding, um, would you? Well, I'm. Would you want your children to experience boarding school? Would you? I love that question. Yeah. Yeah, very good question. Very good question. The so 
yes, in theory, I would want them to. Mm-hmm. But in reality, will they? Probably not. You know, so because because now, like, what is able, like, how education should be, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily agree completely with the rigid structure of the boarding school system. Mm. I would want my children to have more integration with nature, with healing, with different modalities, and so a little bit more hands-on. Mm. And so that's why I wouldn't want that. And then you're so deep inside this religious bubble. And so that also would affect my decision with that too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. However, the idea of cultivating independence and new thought and looking at other people and being able to have a lot of different friends that either look different than you, but also like know different things and have different experiences and then everyone can chat. I like that. I like that boarding school experience. Mm -hmm. However, is it really going to happen? And especially with my partner, my king, it's it's most likely. It's it's probably not. (laughs) It's probably not going to happen. But it's a cool thought. It's a cool thought. Okay. But, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) How about you? (laughs) Um, I'm going to say no. <laughs> okay, okay, why, why? Um, well, one, I'm, you know, with, I truthfully, if I'm going to be straight up honest, I haven't really thought about parenthood that much. Um, mm-hmm. there's certain things that I've thought about where I'm like, okay, like, mm-hmm. if I have children, I definitely want to do that. Or, oh, yeah. like, I definitely want this. Or, you know, definitely want to, you know, integrate that. But I haven't thought about, um... Yeah, I haven't thought about parenthood that much. Yeah. So I haven't, you know, about, oh, like, where will my kids go to school and stuff like that, you know? So I think with the main, more so with the life that I want to set up, um, you know, for myself and then also, you know, if I ever have a family of my, Mm -hmm. or, you know, my, you know what I mean? Because I always have family, but Yeah. (laughs) Um, I would definitely say that I don't know if I would send them away um, to boarding school because even it's kind of, I'm going to say this, it's not the same because there's different ages, but it's kind of in the same aspect of sending your children to daycare. You're putting the job of parenthood, I know people are going to, you know, I it's going to shake some boots. But I'm it's okay. Gonna... Say it. Say it. <laughs> but essentially, you are putting the role of parenthood onto someone else that probably will not care the same way about your children as you would, if I'm going to be just completely honest. And I've worked at a daycare. I've worked at a daycare, and you know what I mean. Like, I, it's, you can't say that every single individual is going to show up like you will. You know what I mean? And, and know that. And there's different aspects where I was there. I was like, yeah, I don't, I don't like the way that this is going on. Or I don't like the way that this is that. But it's like the parent, yeah, there will be a lot of disconnect depending on even the daycare and the school. If they're not having conversations with you or you're not, you know, fully into it, even at that point, you st- it's still a little more so out of your grasp. You know, and I think it's kind of the same aspect of, you know, boarding school. There is a little bit of, oh, I don't really know what's going on as far as day to day wise. 
Um, yeah. This is not saying that because you're not going to know everything that's going on with your child every single day, you know, as they grow up and stuff like that. So that's always a given, but a sense of what they're being taught um, and, you know, how they're being disciplined, all that stuff, you know, that aspect yeah. of it. And yeah, not being disciplined. Not every child is, you know, in the position to step to elders anyway, you know, especially at a young age. So there's also that aspect of it too, you know? Through a level of trust. Yeah. You have to have for those adults mm -hmm. that are over there because, and, and that's the thing, like, that's a level, level of trust that shouldn't be taken lightly and getting out of their in in a full form and not anything happening to you like that's a blessing mm -hmm. because come on yeah that i really i really like i really like how you compared boarding school to some sort of like a daycare because it is like you're entrusting other adults to care for and guide your child through life through that time mm -hmm. and so coming back like coming back home that, that definitely cause like some sort of like disconnect of like wow like my parents feeling like my parents don't necessarily know me because like I'm having all these different experiences I'm thinking all these different things I'm learning different things I'm exposed to different things and it's just like like I don't see you after school I see you every month or every two months or maybe every three months mm -hmm. and so it's just like like whoa and with with that like wow I just just have just hearing that with the daycare and the voice was really blowing my mind because I never really exactly thought of it like that. But it's true, you're really entrusting your whole entire child, your whole entire child's mind and psyche and other people and subconscious to somebody else, mm -hmm. to somebody else. And so, yeah, it's definitely something that. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It just wouldn't, it, it's, it's not aligned with my goals of like how I want to be and all that, but like what I would want for a developing child either. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely agree with you. Wow. Thank you for bringing that up. Oh, yeah. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. Yeah. Or, you know. Taking mm -hmm. something from it. Wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're right. You're right. Like, like, wow. So with, with that, trying to piggyback on a potential disconnect that you felt with her parents after coming back, because I know that now I have a better relationship with them now, but growing up in high school and even college, it was, it wasn't as open. So it's just kind of like, how can you talk about your experience? And it's just like feeling misunderstood like did you feel that way and if so yeah um i feel like more so i feel like to be honest the majority of me growing happened yeah. in college or not, mm. me really changing my mindset or there was a yeah. lot happened um with those four years versus boarding school um i think boarding school yeah. i really um, or even you know, as a child, just, well, somebody tells me, like, I'm doing the or, you know, like, I'm just doing what I'm being told, essentially. I don't think that I really caused that much pushback. 
Um, and you mm -hmm. know, about last week, I think that's one of the middle child things or whatever, whatever the case. Yeah. Is. But <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think there was a lot of just like, oh, well, this is the next step. Or, you know, my parents are telling me, oh, like, what are you going to, when I remember senior year, I was ready to leave because I felt like, oh, like, you know, I'm just ready to go to the next phase in life. But I didn't really even understand what college was either. So I was just like, oh, well, you know, the next phase is college. And college just seems so much, like, so much fun, where I feel like yeah. I essentially that much fun it's not like yeah I was having that much fun or whatever in boarding school and when I mean fun I just mean like just had like just hanging out I don't know there was also you know yeah, the being able to do a bunch of things oh boys have to be over here girls have to be over here like it, you know there's a whole nother aspect of it with boarding school that people don't understand where um you know there's I feel like it's a hyper focus on keeping the two genders separate because you don't want anything to happen, essentially. But to, yeah, that's a whole whole other topic. But I think there was also that aspect of that. But anyway, um, yeah, so I would say after school, I don't think there was, after boarding school, there wasn't that much. It was like, oh, like we're home and stuff. And I remember that's around the time, you know, that we moved and everything. So it's also that transition around that mm -hmm. same year when I was coming back. So I don't think there was a lot of, I feel like there's a lot of things going on with, you know, just our lives in general that yeah. there was that much issue or push or whatever, or yeah, mm -hmm. issue or anything like that. But yeah, that, I understand. I understand that. I'm glad that there wasn't that much pushback, but I do agree how most of the growing happened for you in college. To Honestly, for me though, I, I think I grew more yes in college but i definitely shifted perspectives in high school mm -hmm. of the way that i viewed the world was different it was more open and then college was just like Phew. but like it was it was still a shift but just not as great mm. yeah but it was yeah definitely definitely an experience let's talk about um having a curfew having all these different rules like we had to wear um long long skirts to church and stuff like that and our literally our outfits walking out the door would be checked so like oh how yeah. does yeah so it's just like how does that how does that work on your self-esteem your ability for or even women freedom and what womanhood yeah so like let's talk a little bit about those rules and regulations of boarding school <laughs> um yeah so we would yeah we would be checked every you know friday night for vespers and then saturday we literally have to you know it's like showing approval for your outfit so if your outfit was you know borderline you know however the person viewing it you know what i mean like there was also there's a little you know biases where it's like that person if they think that it's a little too much then you have to change but, you know, certain people would get away with certain things. Or, you know, if you sneak out the back and, you know, you didn't get checked or whatever, still make it there, have your jacket on. I, yeah, it was so many little things where I just, <laughs> <laughs> are you kidding me? But, <laughs> but, yeah, there was that. I think that was, it was a little weird. Or, you know, I think a lot of it was like over analyzing what modesty is and what it means. Actually looks like. 
Mm-hmm. And I think, to be honest, there's, you know, some of, uh, say, some other girls that were there, you know, if they had more of a voluptuous body type or, you know, more however deemed, you know, it, it there's so much right there. But essentially, yeah, how <laughs> it's reviewed uh, in a outfit. So I feel like me um, being, you know, on the smaller side, I feel like I could wear something tight and it wouldn't be like, oh my goodness, like she's wearing something tight. But I know some other people, some of my other friends um, or some of the other girls are just like, I remember that being like, oh, well, she's wearing something tight. She can't wear anything tight. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And yeah. so also that aspect of it too. So I thought that was pretty interesting as well. And, you know, mm-hmm. I, I didn't think much of it. You know, it's just more so thinking about it now and reflecting back on it. Where it's like, wow, that really, that really did happen. But yeah, but also I don't think we didn't, we didn't take it to heart as much just because of the way that we grew up too. Our outfits were already being analyzed before going to high school. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that didn't feel like <laughs> this is a reach. Yeah. So, like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. So, ooh, let's talk about lights out. So the and whenever I tell someone about this, they're like, "What? You lived with no lights? <laughs> you like- lived with no lights on?" So, like <laughs> in the dorm at 10 p.m., that would be lights out. So literally, the power would shut off. The RA or the front yeah. desk person or the dean would shut off the lights at 10 p.m. Every, like every single night except for Saturday nights it could be a little later like maybe 11 but and even the plugs wouldn't work in the room depending on your room yeah. so you couldn't even charge your phone in the night yeah so it was like on that type of <laughs> yeah yeah that was wow I forgot about that too <laughs> yes I really, really did that for three years had the lights cut off at a certain time Honestly, yeah. describing to somebody who doesn't even know about boarding school, they're like, that sounds a little bit like prison. <laughs> right? Like, right? Okay. Like, did it feel that restrictive to you? Did it feel like that? Like, mm. what do you think? I think I, think I kind of got used to it, you know? Yeah. I think also there was a sense of, well, this is a norm because you're also in that bubble. Like, like we said, we never even went to public school. So we had nothing really to compare it to where it's like, oh, other kids are living like this or other kids are doing this. And like, so not being in public school and also always being in a religious school, there's all, there. it's just like more bubbles. You get what I'm saying? So it's like more, okay, like this is the norm. norm. Everyone already sees it like this. So it's not really that, you know, outright, you know, unheard of. Outrageous. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I didn't really feel that way until, you know, after speaking to other people who didn't grow up that way or didn't grow up with that background and stuff, where they're like, yeah, what? Yeah, very like, odd. <laughs> yeah. Very odd. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with that. It's actually kind of like, that's, that was honestly one of the reasons why I wanted to be a desk, a front desk person or an RA and be in that 
atmosphere with the deans with all those rules and regulations so that I could help out my friends, <laughs> you know? So I would have keys. I, I would be the one turning Ooh. off the lights in senior year and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, and like no one plugs. It's crazy <laughs> how much different positions on campus kind of gave you like a little bit of power. Yes. <laughs> a little like say if you're a teacher's assistant, you're great. I remember grading other students' papers, bro. Like literally yeah. I'm grading my friends' papers. You know, so there's a little sense of like, bro, like I could really Yo, slide me a hundred. Yeah. Slide me a ninety. <laughs> like boost up someone's yeah yeah so yeah. that's, that's <laughs> exactly and so it's like when when you're a still a student and your peers are not on that level because you have that position wherever that may be it it gives you and it opens doors for you to do things that may not be like following the rules or whatever but also it's just like it helps ease the restrictiveness of boarding school to me so i i loved it and you're, being able to do that a little so, in certain ways you're deemed a little bit more you're seen as more responsible you know mm -hmm. at like 14 15 years old you're still given a little bit more um you know privileges or whatever and even um with different things if you show up in different ways and you show up as responsible it's kind of like you're granted more responsibility like i mean yeah more responsibilities but in a positive way, like more leeway. Yeah, def definitely in a positive way. Like, because even the staff members will look at you yeah. and more like, okay, she knows what she's doing. She's yeah. in this, he's in that. So it definitely, I like, felt that, felt that way for sure. Being on the DNF, <laughs> like. Say that, say that last part again. The DNF list. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, literally that, and those are grades, right? The D and F list. Yes. So if you had a D or an F, you were on this list where you know you couldn't. There was more restraint, like you couldn't do. Say you couldn't have your phone, or you'd have to turn your phone in, oh. like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You couldn't get leave your room out for after during study hall from like eight to ten or seven to ten. Mm -hmm. You couldn't leave your room. You literally had to study in there if you were doing that and so yeah that definitely was not that was not fun like i never got on it but seeing some of my friends who got on it it's and it's just like and it's not a good feeling because now you're already separated on top of already like so, you know yeah. psychologically just looking back at this in like a more psychological like whoa like how are we mentally like okay like all those different things like i do feel like a lot of people around me a lot of my friends have to have to move through certain trauma that actually happened in boarding school yeah. or those type of things because like your esteem and different things like that depending on how you you view your experiences there and yeah that definitely de definitely was rough it's heightened little more heightened high school even more so because you're around your peers 24 7 you know so you yeah. see them yeah you see them at lunch you see them when you're having fun at games and stuff like that and you're not seeing other peers from other schools necessarily mm -hmm. only certain occasions or certain yeah. another school comes out so there's also that always feeling like you're against your peers or judged by your peers 
because you're always around them and you're all like people knew like say if they were you know people knew you know the students that got in trouble like it's a very small very small school you know yeah maybe like how many 200 200 children usually about yeah my graduate yeah, yeah. five or something really wow yeah the biggest one i think the biggest graduating class for a while yeah yeah we were we were going strong definitely going strong so to counteract or to bounce back i'm trying to find my words to piggyback on on what you just said it's <laughs> yes like you're always with your peers and all that but in my experience i honestly looking back i had a little bit of codependency with some of these girls in in our school and so it's like being there like not necessarily feeling judged by them but it's like who who am i as an individual because at this point you're like trying to cling on to another another person who's trying to find themselves because we're all a little confused with different things and so working out of those codependent relationships and now into adulthood, some some of them they they didn't last like those relationships, but others like we were able to grow out of them mm. to something healthier. But mm. like that's also a re a real thing too that codependency that you could develop. Yeah, mm. yeah. Wow, we covered a lot today. We did I'm like looking at the time, trying to you know <laughs> trying to keep y'all under an hour, y'all. We're trying to keep y'all. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, all right, but uh -huh. um, just to wrap it up a little bit, I hope y'all gained some insight a little bit more on, you know, boarding school. And, uh, you know, if you never heard about it, you understand a little bit more, you know, coming from two people who, who went who went through it, who did it, who did the thing, uh, and didn't get kicked out. <laughs> and, I, you know, got good grades out of it, too. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah. Um, I mean, that's mainly it. It's kind of just, this was more so speaking to the experience of boarding school um, yeah. and reflecting on it. That's mainly what this conversation was about. Is yeah, there any reflecting, sharing? Yeah. Say that again? Is there anything else you want to add? Like lagging. Okay. Um, no, but... Okay, yes, yes. <laughs> I do have something <laughs> I do have something I would like to add. It's just like high school for a lot of people, they look at it and it's like that was a rough time in their life anyway. Hormones, emotions, all these different firsts go on during high school. And so it's just like reflecting on that and moving from it, like seeing that ma the maturation, but then also like Wait, Gab, you're cutting out. Yeah, it probably just ended on us. Dang it. We got it under an hour, y'all. Okay, we're back. Oh, okay. Phew. I thought it ended on us. Can you hear? It's okay. It's okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, Gab, I okay.
Maybe my Wi-Fi is messing up. I can hear you. Now I can hear you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes. But it's just like looking back at high school with like fond memories and, and the immaturing from that is just like, definitely it's a positive thing if you look at it like that and not look at it like, wow, there's so many things that, that happened that were bad. But it's like experiencing that because we all go through those same, that same phase. It's weird for everybody. <laughs> it really is. And so, so yeah. yeah, I love this conversation. Yeah. I mean, this is more the light, lighthearted ones. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh -huh. But next week, is... should we tell them? Should we tell them what the next? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's announce it. Let's announce it. Let's give y'all a little teaser. Uh, <laughs> but next week's topic is going to be about first loves. We're kind of taking y'all through this timeline of, you know, growing up and like, you know, to where we're at right now. So the next is going to be first loves um, and just everything about first love. And um, we both, would you say you experienced yours in, well, actually, I'll, I'll leave it at that. Well, well yeah, we'll talk I'll leave it at that. But yeah, <laughs> first love is going to be next next week's topic. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, and also another announcement for Mother's Day, we're not going to be doing the matcha meetup that that um, that Sunday. Mm -hmm. So Mother's Day, enjoy your time with your wonderful mothers. You know, let them have that day. We'll be back the next weekend. So yeah, that's all the announcements. All right. Okay. Peace. Love y'all. See ya. <laughs> yes. See peace, family. <laughs> next episode. <laughs> and have a great, uh, yeah, finish, you know, Easter weekend, whatever y'all yeah. celebrate, whatever you're doing, yeah. enjoy Let's it. Do the do. <laughs> mm -hmm. Enjoy it. All right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>